Yeah, we know it'll never happen, but hey, it's worth a shot. Hollywood, hire us. Um, and we're back! Oh, are we recording already? Yes, I hit wow. I hit the record button. Because we're not going to contain little ball of chaos back there. Nope, nope, nope. The doors are open on the TARDIS, yes. So that vo- that little voice of joy you're going to hear in the background is short round. Yep. It's going to be... Um, <laughs> it's um, going to be background noise. Yeah, basically for this episode. I have Paw Patrol on, but the volume is down because I decided we aren't going to do Paw Patrol commentary. But... I mean, we could. Speaking of commentary, I was testing some features on my box over there, and I rented Batman and Robin. We oh, just Lord. watched like the first ten minutes of it just to make sure that the on-demand Because that's all you could stomach of it? I mean, yes. Yes, that was it. I was watching <laughs> it, and I was just like, we're supposed to do a commentary track on this movie. My God, is it still... I thought maybe time had been kind to it. It's actually not... I, I did actually rewatch it like a um, year or so ago, and it's not <laughs> so bad. I mean, it's still bad, but it's not like the complete shit box that I remember. Like there's, I there's a few there's a few redeeming qualities of it. I feel so sorry for Clooney. He could have been so good. I mean, he's good as a brute. Like you give him the like if you were to put him in the Nolan Batman movies, mm-hmm. it'd have been amazing. I tell you what, I feel. Out of all the people in that film, I feel the worst for Alicia Silverstone just because they mercilessly fat-shamed her the entire fucking production. Oh, that's horrible. Speaking of Batgirl, if if Warner Brother wants to throw away money, I've got a bank account. I'll gladly give them the routing number four. Yeah, so if you haven't heard the news, basically Warner Brothers spent $70 million making Batgirl and decided... Oh, well, we're not going to put the rest. Of, we're not going to put any more money into finishing it and promoting it. We're just going to put it on the shelf. It's done. We're not even going to put it on fucking streaming. Yeah, which I which baffles me beyond because how you're not losing anything by putting it on your streaming service. No, you're just losing money. Like I mean, the, the test screenings were they that bad? <clears throat> give me. Se- I, I made this joke earlier that give me the seventy million dollars. I'll make you a Batgirl movie better than that one. It would end up being the slash fiction version of a Batgirl movie that would probably be rated X. But isn't that what audiences want out of Batgirl? Let me guess. It stars Christina Ricci. Well, you're I like, hadn't, I hadn't got, like, well, now it does. It does now. I hadn't <laughs> got that far. Anyway, um, but what a, uh, I did a little more digging into that, actually, after I sent you that article. And apparently the reason that they're doing that is, well, twofold. Number one is tax reasons. <laughs> Because apparently they can tax write it off if they don't ever release it, which is ridiculous to me. What you can you... write off? You can write off tap. You can write off entire movies just by never releasing them. Well, I'm gonna start saying I'm. I've made a movie that I'm never gonna release just to erase some of my debt. Can I do that? I don't think that's how it works exactly. Fuck. Because we don't live in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Hey but, Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is named what it is for a reason. <laughs> Are we going to change... We should change the name of our podcast to Hey Hollywood, Bail Us Out. <laughs> That's the episode. Hey, hey Hollywood, Pay Our Bills. That is the episode title. Hey Hollywood, Bail Us Out. Hey Hollywood, Pay Our Bills. Thank you for the apple, buddy. Um, before anyone gets upset, it's not a real apple. Um, it's, it's not. I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, um, but yes, there was that, and then also apparently they really... They are, um, they are really, um, the new, 
regime over at Warner Brothers Discovery really wants the DC Universe to... They want to basically streamline the DC Universe and make it a brand that, compete, that can compete with Marvel. Good luck. And I'm like, dude, that ship has already sailed. Why are you even bothering? You lost that you battle. You are not supposed to be up on this table. You lost. Yeah, they, they lost that battle phase like four phases ago. Yeah, they. You're again. I I still say DC's best move could have possibly been do all of your projects and just don't even bother for any sort of continuity. Let every section of DC of the DC fandom have their own shit. Yeah, because if they're one, give to the do, Zack Snyder fans their shit. Give the Give everybody else their shit. They, they'd have to, if they're going to do continuity, matter. if they wanted continuity that bad, they need to have an architect It's mapping it's, the whole thing out. And that's not what DC has ever done. They've all been like, we got this movie. Now let's find a way to tie it into this one. Now we got that one. Now let's tie that into this next one. It's, it's way too late to pull off a of Marvel. There's no... Marvel has been constructing their stuff for... Get down, please. Um, Marvel has been constructing their stuff for quite some time. I mean, and from the look of Comic-Con, it seems like they've definitely still got their shit together. Short round, get off the table. Thank you. Oh, okay. Get your apple. for your apple, you can have that. Um, oh, am I supposed to eat this? I'm supposed to eat the plastic apple. Nom, nom, nom. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it's way too late for them to try to be Marvel. It's... I, I say go the opposite route. Go with all of your... Go with everything that doesn't make any sense continuity-wise. Yeah. For fuck's sake, they're going ahead with the Joker 2. With Lady I, Gaga as Harley. And I don't even understand that one. No. No, the microphone needs to stay here. Oh my gosh. Are we... You're just going to have to body slam him onto the couch? I think you are. I've done that, but then he thinks it's a game and we have to just keep doing it until I can't lift him anymore. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I mean, they're going ahead with they're going ahead with dumb projects like that. Hey, can you not? And also, you can you not? Um, we're trying to wrangle a dog and a kid. Yeah. Both of both. We're of professional. Which, both of which are about to, are both of which are toddlers essentially. Yes. So good luck to us trying to record this podcast. Yep. Sorry, all seven of you. This is not going to be professional in any by any stretch of the imagination this this time around, guys. Sorry, uh, but what I'm what I'm trying to get at is, you know, just they're going ahead with dumb stuff, and I don't understand why. Hey, over here, Dalton, down here, down here, buddy. You need to get down here. Yes, there you go. Thank you. The last thing we want on this podcast is for you for us to have footage of you bumping your head and going emergency room. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then, and also, you'll notice that they've not canceled the Flash movie. Jesus! So, despite Ezra yeah, Miller yeah. being a, you know, a yeah, bag yeah. full of crazy. Just CG Elliot Page in there. That's, so, I mean, yeah, you're going to yeah. go ahead, you're going to go ahead and, you're going to go ahead and axe a $70 million Batgirl movie that hair. was basically finished, but you're not going to scrap the Flash you're not going to scrap the Flash that, you know, is being plagued by Ezra Miller's just fucking... Douchebaggery? Douchebaggery. So, I mean... They're... I get that the regime change over Warner Brothers Discovery is trying to, you know... I get that they're trying to get their shit together, like, financially and stuff, and try to, you know, kind of quit the hemorrhaging that, that they've been... 
But, you know, like I said, it loses nothing to put a film on streaming services. I mean, that's why Disney's doing so many of them. I mean, and then, um, well, if you wanted those, you could have just told us that. But, yeah, it's just, I don't, I really don't get what Warner Brothers and Discovery is going for here by doing some, by doing stuff like that. And to add insult to injury, there have been at least six films that were have been just quiet, that were HBO Max originals, that they've just quietly taken off of the streaming service. One of them was the new witches, the new version of the witches. <laughs> well, that wasn't a bad choice. But I mean, but again, I just, it, it's, it just doesn't make sense to me because I don't, I don't see how having those things on your service does any damage unless it unless again specifically it's for a tax write-off thing that which is what there is which is what i'm hearing and so i don't know again we don't work in we don't actually work at w at warner brothers studios so i'm not privy to any of these actual conversations inside the studio but that's the only thing i that's the only thing that i've got to go on is that it must be for some sort of tax reason because that's what the article that was that was the only information I could get out of it was as to why they were doing this. So I just don't uh <laughs> I don't understand why they're doing that. <laughs> No, Your I do turn. not. I do not want a veggie straw, but thank you. Bye. I am full. What about product placement? I am full. Veggie yeah, straw. Yeah, veggie straws. Hire us. No. <laughs> Pay me a nickel. No, thank you. I no. I'm not hungry. No means no. <laughs> consent. Consent's not just about. Other consent stuff. Is, consent <laughs> is also for food too. Yeah, I. Yeah, Warner Brothers is a mess. Yeah, I. I just don't get why they're doing what they're doing. I really don't. Like I said, the ship has already sailed on them trying to compete with Marvel, so I don't... You can't use that as the reason. No. I um haven't really... I mean, you, they can try to use that as a reason, but I'm not going to buy it. I haven't really followed much of the Comic-Con's stuff, like, aside from what I've seen, Marvel posting their images and their maps of the timelines, and... I keep hearing... I keep is hearing Affleck is back. I Do what? I keep hearing that Ben Affleck is back as Batman. Which is weird because uh, Michael Keaton was actually in the Batgirl movie as, as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, apparently they were going to have him in Michael Keaton in The Flash too, right? Or something yeah. else they were going to have Affleck. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. We're done. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Here, let me pull up. Uh, let me just pull up Marvel Phase Five. Stop. Oh, Marvel Phase Five and Six. I can do that too. Yeah, that's all kinds of crazy. Did you see the D and D movie trailer? It actually doesn't look bad. Wait, what? No, I didn't. Oh yeah, D and D. It's got uh, Chris Pine is in it. Okay. It actually look it's a it's a bunch of rogues too because it's called Honor Among Thieves. Chris okay. Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Justice Smith, 
Hugh Grant, and some other people I sadly do not know their names. I mean, I know the names. I can see them here, but I don't know who they are. So. It's... And they're doing a spinoff of Teen Wolf called Wolf Pack. Wait, the MTV Teen Wolf? Yes. Upcoming That's Teen Wolf movie. That's been off the air for like how long now? And they're doing a spinoff now? Yeah, Tyler stopped by. Tyler Hoshin. Hoshlin? Sure, yeah. Teen Wolf the movie is coming up. And then they're also doing another thing called Wait, they're Wolf. doing a movie? Mm-hmm. What? And they're going to expand the uh, Teen Wolf universe with a spinoff series called Wolf Pack starring... Sarah Michelle Geller. Shut the fuck up. No, she surprised Hall H by showing up at the panel for it. Wow. Okay, then. I and of course, there's all the stuff about Lord of the Rings. Is it I, bad that I don't care about that? I don't either. I mean, like, I'm going to watch it, but, like, I don't... I'll. It's, it's one of those things that I'll watch it when I watch it, kind of like how I feel about Wheel of Time. John Wick, Chapter 4. I, granted, I haven't seen any of the John Wicks, and I know my—I know at least one person on my friends list that's going to be real shitty about it when I when I say that out loud. But I, I'm not I, either. But um, I kind of feel like they're beating a dead horse with that. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm tired of John Wicks. Yep, blue one. And let's see, Sandman. I'm excited about. That. I am excited about Sandman, but tentatively. Have you seen the amount of trolling that Neil Gaiman's been doing? No, but that makes me happy that he there is. There are people on the internet doing the things that they do on the internet. Uh, being... Being a-holes. Judgmental about it. Sure. Because they cast Gwendolyn Christie, Brienne of Tarth. Well, yeah. As Lucifer. Give her a fucking chance. I want to see this. I want to see how like, it goes. Lucifer's not supposed to be a woman. Burp, burp, burp. Where well, does it say that? In the comic, when you look at Lucifer, Lucifer is an androgynous character. I was about to say, she can, she can 500% pull off some androgyny. And when you look at the drawings of Lucifer, Lucifer was very largely based off Ziggy Stardust. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. He was. And it, it was. Sorry. And that's what people keep saying, like, well, this should be David Bowie. So Neil Gaiman's response was... Well, and what are you going to we do, found reanimate out, David Bowie? He's like, well, when we found out that David Bowie died and however long ago that was now. Yeah, that's kind of He's it. like, we decided, well, crap, we can't cast him now, so we'll right. go with our second choice. Yeah. Like, he's making fun of these people who are like, this was supposed to be David Bowie. Well, he's dead, so what do you want us to fucking do? Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's nobody that's even remotely close to David Bowie. I'm and, sorry. And they've, got, and they've got Jenna Coleman... Who played... Oh, yeah, from Doctor Who. From Doctor Who. Uh, she's going to be playing Joanna Constantine, or Constantine, mm -hmm. however you want to pronounce it. Um, I think it's pronounced the way I don't pronounce it, but that's because that's the way Alan Moore always pronounced it, and that was who created the character or something like that. That was sure. no game was explained. Well, in the Sandman comics, John does factor in a bit. Oh, John Cross is over in it? John cool. is in there, yes, because he is part of the whole Lucifer world. Okay. And Lucifer and Sandman kind of all, they all kind of go together with that. Sure. Um, But they decided to just keep it as, there was an ancestor, they travel back in time, going through some of the older stuff that Morpheus has done, and they encounter one of John's ancestors, which is Joanna. Mm, okay. So instead of having 
a male descendant. They just kept the same actress, cast her as two characters. So she's going to play the ancestor of Joanna, and she's going to play this other character I think is also named Joanna. Okay. So they, they've gender-bent John a bit, but for cost reasons and just yeah you know, efficiency, I'm okay with it. It's like... Who cares? We don't, it's not on the same world that Matt Ryan. Like, it'd be great if Matt Ryan were to just pop in, but that's not going to be what happens. I, again, don't piss all over everything until you've actually watched it. I mean, it looks awesome. Like, just the cinematography, the color tone and all that I mean, looks great. I'm I'm not ju- I'm not judging Interview with the Vampire until I've seen it. Oh, it looks. Although a lot of people are. <laughs> I think it looks good. Um. I don't know about the actor they cast as Louie, but Louie's not even my favorite character, so I don't give a shit. Uh, Anne Rice, until her death, was heavily involved with it. Her son Christopher has been involved with it the whole time. Why? And he's been a part of it since uh, was A&E, got a hold of the rights for it and the witching hour, like the Mayfair witches. I'm honestly more excited about that. I've been listening to the audiobook of the witching hour, I'm only about halfway Ooh. in, and it's a 50-hour book. Ooh. Yeah, right? I, I, Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, this is a dedication. Well, I mean, the, to be fair, Witching Hour is not, you know, it's not a small book. No. It's it's a pretty big tome. Oh, see, then you had Marvel Studios with their uh, Phase five, 4, 5, and 6. My dude, they are leading up to some seriously crazy shit. Secret Invasion and Echo, which Echo's going to bring back D'Onofrio and Charlie... Punisher is apparently going to pop back in too. John Bernthal is going to show I up. I had in. not heard that yep. part yet. That I makes can't me remember happy. which series he might show up. I can't remember if it was going to be Echo or if he's going to show up in like She Hulk. Or is I'm he going to ex- show back up in the new Daredevil reboot? I'm exci- he might show up in Born Again. I don't know. I'm excited for Blade. Put it, Blade. I'll tell you that. Then, of course, all the stuff for Black Adam. Um. Oh, um. The guy that directed uh, Shang-Chi is going to direct the uh, the next two Avengers movies, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. Well, that makes sense. So, okay, you've got, you've got Secret Invasion and then you've got Secret Wars. Secret Wars is going to be a giant Avengers crossover. And, and you've got Avengers Kang Dynasty before that. Basically, those two are going to be basic... Kind of like, uh, kind of like how Infinity War and Endgame were basically one giant movie. Yeah, that's what it looks like they're going to do with Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. They're basically going to be one giant film. And I thought I saw something about Spider-Man popping in for Secret War in the black suit. And I don't know. Of uh, course, the internet loves its rumors, and they're like, "It's going to be Toby." There's been rumors that both Toby and and uh, Andrew will come back in some fashion, in Secret Wars. They should bring them in animated for the next Spider-Verse movie. That would be fun. I want to Hit them and Tom. Bring Tom in, too. And if they could get the dude who played uh, Spider-Man back on the TV show, back in what, the uh, the live-action TV show in the 80s or whatever, or 70s, they should bring him in. But, I mean, there's just... There's so many crazy things. We haven't even touched on half of the, half of the other crazy stuff. Agatha House of... Uh, Agatha Coven of Chaos. Yeah, oh, God. Uh, Captain America New World Order. They're doing Daredevil Born Again, and oh my god, they're doing like, I think they said it was going to be like 18 episodes? Yes, 18. And I'm like, holy shit. Good, I want, I, that means at least Marvel and Disney are going to give Daredevil his due. <laughs> See what I did there? 
Um, nah, give the devil his due. The devil is you. Uh, but I'm just. <laughs> but I was just like 18 episodes. Oh my god, that's that's huge for a for a streaming series. That's that's just. Hopefully they're hour long episodes and not like half hour, 18 half hour episodes. Well, shit, just go ahead and give me nine. Yeah, that'd be silly. But I mean, it's just. But I'll take 18 90 minute episodes. I'm okay. I. I may. I may not. You're welcome. Um, it it's been a while Thank since you. I've. You're welcome. It's been a while since I've watched it, but I thought I thought the Born Again storyline was kind of what season three was already to a small degree. I think that they were kind of leading up to it, like the Born Again. I felt like was going to be after the fall, after the collapse, and everything when he woke up at the end of that last season, because mm-hmm. or was that the end of Defenders? So you're that right. Was the no, end of Defenders. The last the season was sort of born again, but but maybe they'll adapt it. But hey, I don't. I'm, I don't care. I'm as all, long as I'm they as long as they bring back Foggy and Karen, and don't kill Karen like they have in the comics. We got to keep Deborah Ann Wall working and around, and bring back Rosario. She was what I loved watching her tweet when they announced Born Again. She was like, "Yay!" <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, I, I I definitely want Nightmare's back in some fashion. Then bring back Luke and bring back Finn. Give Finn a chance with some good writing and people who give a crap. That's sad. I shouldn't say I don't think the writers at Netflix did not give a crap, but I think Netflix itself didn't give a crap. I I don't think it was that they didn't give a crap. They were just trying to rush things. Oh, my God, you were scaring me, kid. Uh, Excuse me. But, yeah, there's Fantastic Four, which they've already said is not going to be a origin (laughs) story. It's... It's going to be like Spider-Man. You just jump right into Fantastic Four. We know their origin. We don't need... They're done. Now, what did I see? Somebody had cast or picked someone to be Dr. Doom. Uh, They keep wanting to talk about... um, The rumor is that... The rumor is that Howard Stern is going to be Dr. Doom. I don't buy that. I don't buy that for a fucking minute. There was also talk about... uh, The dude from uh, Mandalorian. Pedro Pascal? No, the villain. Grandma, oh, Giancarlo. Uh, yeah, him. There was also talk of him being Doctor Doom. Dude. And then everyone else was like, but what about where he's from and blah, blah, blah. And because they've changed Namor and who cares? He's a, Doom is in Latveria. Do we know what skin tone that area has? And honestly, who gives a shit? matter? Have you seen Giancarlo, you know, in Breaking Bad and whatnot? He's a great villain. He's if. There are far worse choices you can pick to play Doom, I'll put it that way. Yeah. I'm gonna open the gate. I mean, it's just... Yeah, get that noisy wagon out of here. I don't own the rights to that song. No. But what else... Uh... No, I don't want wagons over here. No wagons! <laughs> there was something else I was gonna say about Fantastic Four. Oh! I remember now. Um... Something I meant to mention on back when we were talking about um, Doctor Strange. Um, did you know that John Krasinski was not their first choice for uh, Mr. Fantastic? Really? For Reed. Originally, they wanted Daniel Craig to be Reed Richards. Oh, I think I saw something about that with his name, and I didn't but he, really um, read the article. Get down, Harvey. Um, uh, they um, He didn't have the... He wasn't... He didn't have the time to commit to it. I so I think Krasinski's a better read. 
I honestly, I'm I'm hoping they keep him around because there's they're talking there's there's rumors that read that Krasinski was one and done with um, Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness, yeah. and I was like, why would you do that? Fan service. We've been we've been pounding that drum of getting him and Emily involved. But why would you do that to not, to not keep him around? There's another actor who would be a really good um, Reed Richards. And yes, he's a person of color. Sue me. Um, yeah. And he was on he was in The Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix. He was also on iZombie. He's going to be in the people who did Haunting of Bly Manor are going to do Fall of House of Usher. And he's involved really? in that. OK, now I'm stoked for that. And I can't I, I'm going to butcher his name. So I've got to find it because and I sorry, I am a fan of his. He was always awesome in the stuff I've seen him in. Oh, this just in. Apparently, uh, season two is already being teased by Oscar Isaac. So, yay. Oh, of Moon Knight. Sorry. Season two of Moon Knight. I should have. Raul Coley. Oh, cool. All right. All right. I think he'd be a good read. He'd be a good read. But yeah, it's just I'm. It's just so so many things. I mean, just you got Ant Man in the Ant Man Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania, you got that coming. Secret Invasion, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, Echo, Season Two of Loki, The Marvels. I think Blade is going to be the final part of Phase. I it's it's I I can't remember exactly where phase five and phase five starts. Five. It looks like with quantum mania. Yeah, but I can't remember where five and six end and begin. Basically, phase five is phase twenty twenty three. Phase five phase ends with Captain America. Captain America: New World Order is the end of phase five, because then you have Daredevil before that. Agatha, I'm going backwards. Ironheart and Blade. Marvels and Loki kind of around the same time. It looks like. And then you got Thunderbolts finishing out Phase 5. Uh, and that is the movie they've uh, apparently cast Sadie Sink, who plays Max on Stranger Things. Good. In Thunderbolts. Awesome. Uh, there was a big thing about her joining the MCU. Uh, I, I've, I've watched the trailer for Black Adam. I'll probably watch it. I'm really hoping there's a Shazam teaser, but uh, last thing I read was there was no plans to cross those two over. But how do you not look at what he's wearing compared to the Shazam outfit? It's the same damn outfit with a different color scheme. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Have you seen previews for uh, Shazam 2, though? Yes. It does look pretty good. It does look good. Oh, uh, it, they did reveal that phases 4, 5, and 6 are going to be collectively known as the Multiverse Saga. Yes, and then there's so, the Kang Saga, right? Because Kang is a part of the whole yeah. different thing. Um, Kobe Smulders is back for as, Secret Invasion. Yeah, yep. And it looks like that's going to get absolutely nuts because you're not going to be able to figure out because I'm assuming that we're going to all be playing guessing game as to who's a scroll and who isn't. Yes. And they're talking about how it might undo some of what we've already seen, like with Endgame and mm -hmm. Infinity War and all that. Um, Sandman hits Netflix. I am Groot Disney Plus series. Yeah. She-Hulk. That looks fun. I'm excited for it. We got it. Tim Roth in there I'm again. Still I've still got to watch. Uh, I, I still haven't watched Ms. Marvel yet, so. I have not either. Oh, and you got Black Panther Wakanda Forever coming out this, I uh, have, this I November. I have. That's one of my actively avoiding trailers for that. 
Although apparently the trailer toys does not of, tell you toys have spoiled thing. that who the new Black Panther is, and we've we've been talking about it since he passed. It's going to be fucking Shuri. If you're surprised that Shuri is going to be at least taking on that mantle for a time, okay. First, <laughs> first of all, I haven't heard that confirmed, and second of all, the trailer didn't confirm shit. Toys, toy toy line. Oh, the toy line did. Well, God damn it, toys. Yeah, but, but then again, it's Marvel. They throw you for a fucking loop every time. So. But um, but the trailer really didn't reveal a whole hell of a lot about the film. Just other than the fact that Namor is coming. He, I didn't even catch that in the trailer. He was the one coming up out of the water at the very end of the trailer. Really? It was, it I was Namor that. coming up into Wakanda. I, ready to bring ooh, war. I missed that. Yep, they're going to be at war with the... Well, they can't. it's not Atlantis now. Forget what they named. They changed its name. Because they don't want it to be confused with Aquaman in mm. Atlantis. Um, the animated stuff is not going to be MCU content is not going to be specifically beholden to MCU continuity from what I understand. Uh, but we are going to get some Marvel zombies, Spider-Man freshman year, X-Men 97. Yay. And a season two of what if, which I'm also super excited about. So speaking of, um, the animated Marvel, Marvel zombies, I was thinking of that, the what if animation style. Why hasn't, I mean, Born Again, that's a comic book series. Everybody knows that line, yeah. that comic. Why haven't they, and if they, they better be considering this, is I want an animated version with that style of animation from the What If series, specifically the Marvel Zombies episode, of the Age of Apocalypse. Oh, that'd be fun. Uh, I don't want you to alter the storyline in any way. I want you to literally just take the fucking pages, and there's your storyboard. Animate that shit. <laughs> That's basically what you want for X-Men 97. Well, I want X-Men 97 to continue the X-Men thing, but if they could lead up, X-Men 97, lead up to the death of Xavier and do an Age of Apocalypse thing, that, that would, just, would be awesome. That would just tickle you pink, huh? Oh, it would. I loved that storyline. House um, of the Dragon. I'm, I'm tentatively excited about it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to give it a chance. I don't... I don't think it's gonna. A Game of Thrones was lightning in a bottle. Let's 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 be realistic. I don't think anything is gonna be. The only show that has actively captured my attention full heartedly since Game of Thrones has been Westworld. Yes, that's literally the only show that I can think of that's that I'm actively like I must watch this right the fuck now. Right. I just have so much going on. I can't. I'm like, I'm going to watch this. I'll get to it. Well, I mean, there there is that too. But I mean, but Game of Thrones was, you know, especially once, um, because I mean, really hardly anybody was talking about Game of Thrones until the first season dropped. And then all of a sudden by season, by between seasons two and four, every, it had hit peak, it had hit peak, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, I say cultural, cultural zeitgeist, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. And like, you had to watch it. Like, there was no ifs, ands, or buts. You had to, you had to know what was going on next. It got to the point where there are people who have not seen Game of Thrones and refuse to do so. Yeah. Because they're like, you know, everybody keeps telling me I need to watch this show. Fuck this show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and all, and actually, that same thing has also happened to Stranger Things. Yes, it has. Ugh. There was there was something I read the art. There was a BuzzFeed article I read the other day. Um, it was a person that had never watched any of Stranger Things, 
And so they watched the very first episode and the very last episode. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I'm, they're so confused when they get into the final episode. They're like, what the shit is going on? Oh, this person's back. Oh, yay. Wait, who are these people? But it's, just, it's really, well, why it's, would you it's do a that? very funny juxtaposition. Uh, National they, treasure. At, at the end of it, they, at the end of it, they admitted, they're like, okay, this, this was enough for me to actually actively want to sit down and watch the entire thing. National treasure doing a TV series on Disney plus a TV series edge of history. I think it's going to have a young cast, but I really hope Nicholas cage pops in at some point for it. Why would he not? Speaking of Nicholas cage, He's I saw time. I saw a funny meme today and it was literally, it was a picture of John Travolta and it said, Oh, it's good to see the Nicholas cage is wearing his mask while he's out shopping. <laughs> That's good. Moon girl and the devil dinosaur and devil dinosaur. Okay. Yeah, there. I've I've not really heard a whole lot about that. Another one that was another one that was absent was uh, the Armor Wars that they'd been talking about. They but, haven't. Yeah, it wasn't listed. Ironheart's on there. I wonder if they're gonna have to do Ironheart before they get to Armor Wars. Well, you would have. Yeah, you would have to. But I. But I also wonder if the Armor Wars storyline couldn't just be a part of Ironheart. Honestly, so because Rhodey would have to deal with that. And then you've got, I'm assuming that there's going to be another Spider-Man film from Sony, but, you know, that's not Marvel's department anymore. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll keep doing those films as long as, as long as um, Tom Holland wants to keep doing it. I think Which, to be fair, I don't see why he wouldn't. Oh, I, I think he should go on until he's like Spider-Man or the Walker. <laughs> But yeah, it's um there's just there's so much crazy shit in nerd you know that from com between comic between Comic-Con and the rest of the nerd world, it's just like you said, it's hard to keep up on everything that's been announced. There's just it's a great fucking time to be a nerd. I mean, Jesus. It makes uh it really makes me wish that I had gone to Hollywood because now my, all of my ideas would have been like, everybody be like, yeah, that's good. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, here's a new Punisher series starring John Bernthal rumored to be announced at D23. Oh, that would be awesome. He will be appearing as Punisher again in the Daredevil reboot, oh, Born Again. I figured he would. Which, if you're going to do that, yes, you're going to have to spin off. And, uh, uh, Disney's going to have to take the gloves off. I You can't... You can't manacle the Punisher with a TV fourteen I, rating. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I think they're okay with it because they've they've already dropped the two Deadpool movies and Logan onto Disney Plus. So I think that in and of itself shows their shows their willingness. I to, did I did have to go in and update my profile as far as age restriction stuff goes. Mm -hmm. Make sure I wanted to see all content or limit it. Yeah, for my profile because um because I mean because you. You've already got that on this on the site. You've got the mark. You've got the Netflix. You've, you've got all the Netflix um, Defenders series. You know all of those intertwining. Yeah. You've got you've got all those on Disney Plus now. Oh. I'm, assu I'm assuming Daredevil: Born Again will be. You know, I'm I'm assuming it's going to be close. You know, pretty close to R. Oh, I hope in Born Again that. The reason Punisher shows up is he's there to kill Kingpin and then Daredevil has to save Kingpin's life. I wouldn't be shocked. Oh, come on. I've been wanting that. 
you keep saying open the gate one more time, and I open it, and then you say open the gate one more time. <laughs> now, here's the weird thing. I think Disney is kind of okay with violence. I don't know how how I don't know how explicit they want to get with the sex lives of their um, superheroes. I aka Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I got. She is an alcoholic. Open the gate! And, and, and I'm going to say she's probably a bit of a sex addict, just from what I can gather from the shows. So if Disney really wants to do that, they have her in rehab. Point. They have her on the 12-step program, trying to avoid all sort of drinks and entanglements. So when she runs into Luke again, she's like, nope. And then Luke's like, come on, let me buy you some coffee. And she's like, no, no coffee. I'm on the wagon. She's like, I know what that's code for, Luke. <laughs> on the wagon. No. <laughs> that's how. That's how. That's how Disney does that. I. I goddamn sure want Kristen Ritter back though. Oh yes. Uh, she was a fantastic Jessica. Absolutely. And I. I still say to this very day that David Tennant is possibly the best MC, the best unofficial MCU villain they've ever had. Yeah. He was so good. I mean, the only person, the only person even in the running for like being better, a better villain is probably fucking, um, what's his name? Killmonger from Black Panther. Killmonger. Ah, Gore is up there. Although apparently everyone's now, they're like saying, say, oh, the new Thor movie was trash. I'm like, dude, what movie did you watch? I liked it. I now get again. I, like I said, I didn't love it. Like I loved Ragnarok. But in the grand scheme of things, the Thor movies are not technically my favorite of the MCU universe anyway. I think you just wiped your nose on this veggie shit. Gross. Buddy, so I don't, I don't want that. I'll, I'll, I'll pass. I'll eat food you give me, but I gotta draw oh, a line somewhere. Oh, is there a trash can over there? Here. Yes. No bites. No bites. But, uh, yeah, so there's just, there's just so many. And... Oh, something interesting I found out about Westworld. Um, they don't necessarily have to stop with season five. They are talking about possibly going on beyond season five. Okay. Just let me know when they get to Jurassic Park. I Once you watch this season, I think you'll understand why. <laughs> it's, I don't want the apple. Oh, God. Oh, thank you, you right? Satan, but I don't want the apple. Um, once, no, no apple. Once once you see this season, I think you'll understand why. It's gotten pretty crazy this season. There, I took a bite of the apple. Now I now I have possessed the knowledge of good and evil. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but from my understanding, AMC is going to basically do each book of the Vampire Chronicles is an entire season, I assume? I believe so. Like, interviews one season, the next season will be Vampire the Sad, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, then, uh... And I assume that they're gonna... They Queen would do the, the same thing with the witches. Yeah, they'll probably do the Witching Hour and then Lasher, then Taltos. If that's the correct one. Shit, the Witching Hour is so long, you could probably do two seasons of that. <laughs> I'm listening to it now, and it's just... I mean, it's a lot of genealogies, and I'm like, cut this shit out. I don't need... The yeah, that's valid. That's valid. I don't need to know every generation. Like, you could... <laughs> back, back in the day, back after um, after Interview of the Vampire, the movie was a big success. There actually was a script 
for the witching hour to be made into a film and i have it at home um i forget who wrote it i don't know if Anne Anne wrote it herself or if somebody else did it but but it's it's a beast of a screenplay it's a big fucking screenplay i bet um because i mean again like i've pointed out the book is fucking huge so but like you said a lot of it you could cut out because a lot of it's genealogy and shit like that that you don't necessarily need all that exposition. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I'm just that's sad that Anne's not here to see all this stuff happen, though. But uh, A little bit, yeah, kind of. But Christopher, I believe, is going to be a good uh, torchbearer for the legacy. I think so, yeah. I mean... He still maintains her page, um, and he's still posting about how they want to do a really good celebration for a like not a memorial, but a celebration of Anne. They want to have like a, a celebration of life, yeah, like a festival type thing. Like he realizes it's going to be an event, mm-hmm. and so that they initially wanted to do it, you know, within the year that she passed, and that just didn't happen with everything else. Yeah, COVID. <laughs> so, so it's like it's going to take some time to plan and figure out. But he he wants everybody who anyone who was touched by her work. He wants them in New Orleans. He wants them to come down there, but... You don't have to sell me on it. I'm there. Come here, kiddo. What happened? He bumped his head on the... Did you bump your head? Come here. Come here. What's that? What's that? This is why you cannot choose chaos and destruction all the time. You end up bumping your head. And getting (laughs) snot all over everything. You gotta take a break sometimes and choose peace. Have and to quiet. Peace. Eh, quiet is debatable, but peace. Peace is a good thing. Um, but yeah, he doesn't have to sell me on the idea of coming down to New Orleans for any fucking reason. I'm 100% with it. Yeah, you know, see, I'm listening to that. Like I said, I'm listening to The Witching Hour, and they keep describing the house that they lived in on First Street. Like this, It's the house the Mayfairs lived in. If there's not a house on First Street, that matches that description, somebody needs to build it and turn it into a freaking <laughs> Ben breakfast. Right? Complete with hauntings. Billion dollar op- billion dollar investment right there, sirs, gentlemen, ladies. No, you can't have that Batmobile. Ages. That Batmobile is not a toy. I like... Um, oh, your milk is over there. The Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, is lobbying for Disney to build a fucking Madrigal house from Encanto yes. at one of the parks. And I'm like, yeah, 100% for it. That's just You're just printing money with that. Um, speaking of Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton, I sent you my, uh, brilliant, I believe, casting choice for Gambit in the MCU. Davey Diggs as Gambit. What's up? I hope you guys are listening, Disney. I, you, if he's channeling that Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson energy for Gambit. Oh my God. Yeah. There I mean, is, cause there is nothing about the character of Remy LeBeau that says he has to be a white. He's oh, no. a Cajun. <laughs> I, I guarantee Davey Diggs could play a mean fucking Cajun. I guarantee I'm he's so, got I'm, it. I'm sorry, Channing Tatum, but... Guarantee he's got but it. But fuck you. Uh, this dude would n- just completely knock... You want someone with charisma that's going to like make everybody love Gambit? Ask that's, that's yeah. the dude to do oh, it. Oh, dude, yeah. Get down, Harvey. Jesus. You and your claws. Um, I think it'd be great. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would watch Channing Tatum as Gant. I would watch Channing Tatum as Gant as Gambit too. But Davy Diggs, oh my God! It just the showboating and flamboyancy 
it he would be perfect. You, you at put it. him and have him and like say we'll, we'll go keep Jackman. Put those two in a scene. Oh God! We'll talk about magic. <laughs> That's this is a billion dollar idea, guys. Seriously, just cut us a couple. Just cut us a couple royalty checks. Yeah, just put me down as casting director. Yeah, I, I, I picked one cast member. This is genius, man. What is this? Why are you talking in tongues? Yeah, you sound like the Exorcist. What happened over there? What are you? What are you doing? Huh? You don't want to be on my chair because then you'll mess with the computer and you'll make the goat noises again. Ah! And, we <laughs> <laughs> and we overused the goat noises last time. Yeah, we did. Ah! We did. <laughs> my buddy, you've got snot all down your nose. Yes, yes, he does. Ow! Well, who's toys everywhere. Well, whose fault is that? Um. In the meantime, in between time, I am trying to think of other things that um, are possibilities for... I, I know there's been more than just Marvel and DC, and I know we've kind of been talking about the witches and the vampires, but I know there's got to be something else that I was... There was something else that I was super hyped about, probably on like HBO or something. But I just can't think of it. James Gunn said that Peacemaker Season 2 is safe. It is happening? Uh, he says it's safe at HBO. Like, it's not one of the many things that they're shelving, canceling, canning. Thank God. If they take, if they take, if they took the Peacemaker series off of HBO Max, I'd be real shitty. That's I don't a, think they'll take it off. But I guess there was show. worry that they would not make a Season 2. I don't know if we need a Season 2. I'll watch a season two. I kind of want to know what happens to what's her name. Oh, I guess. I kind of want her and Peacemaker to get together. Oh, no. I don't think that's it. I think that's going to be the best part, like, of Peacemaker. I don't think he's going to be able to control his uh, douchiness. And she's not going to have any of that. To ever, to, to ever be able to, like, have a meaningful relationship unless it's, you know, some prostitute that tries to kill him. <laughs> that wasn't a meaningful relationship. <laughs> it was meaningful to the plot. It, it was. It was. That was a hundred percent meaningless sex. <laughs> hey, he's been in prison. He nearly died. He had to go kill some people and fight a giant, angry alien. What? You know something I just thought about? You notice we haven't we haven't heard anything about any sort of X-Men movies or series or anything like that, aside from the animated one. I think Disney's being very careful, in, or Marvel, rather, is being very careful in taking their time and thinking about what they want to do with the mutants. Well, that's the only thing I've seen announced, is the title. Huh? That's the only thing I've seen announced, is the title of the first project that's going to include the X-Men, and it's just called The Mutants. Really? Yes. I hadn't even seen that. And they call Kamala Khan yeah, a mutant. Yeah, they they did drop that at the end. I, I've had that ruined for me despite the fact that I haven't seen the show. But I'm sure it'll still be fun when I do yeah, watch I it. I'll be like, ooh. That's one of those, like, it's not one of those twists. I'm like, oh, it's going to ruin it for me. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. They're leading into the X-Men fucking finally. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. 
I guess they said they're going to call it the mutants just because the name X-Men is kind of just done. Like it sexist, maybe just a bit. Well, I mean, in fairness, you've got like how many other X-Men films that, you know, before before they got bought out by. Before Disney bought Fox. Yeah, I think like even when they put the team together, I don't think Xavier's going to be like, ah, to me, my X-Men. I don't think it's going to. Nah, nah, nah. Nah. They'll have to come up with some sort of assemble type catchphrase, but. Sure. Th- that used to be it, and that's not going to be what they use anymore. Um. Oh. I know what I was going to talk about. I remember now. The dog is over there eating stuffing. All right, you're going to poop stuffing? cotton. Stuffing? Yeah. He's going to poop. tear up a toy? Yes. So that's what he does. The puppy also wakes up every day and chooses destruction and violence. So I've got two toddlers choosing destruction and violence on a day-to-day basis. That was the joke I made at the beginning of the show, but I all know. right. <laughs> no, you do not need to watch an Asia Argento movie. Oh, no. <laughs> awesome um, as she is. Watch out! The Avatar sequels. Um, uh, <laughs> they're apparently each they're all going to be two years apart. So the first one drops this December and then you'll get the next one in two years and then another one, two years and another one in two years. So provided they actually go through and make all five, because this can be this could be kneecapped at any time. Oh, please kneecap it. Hey, I'm. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, James Cameron's a master. I'm going to go with him wherever he chooses to take It's about him. 10 years too late on the Avatar sequel, uh, man. I kind of ha- I kind of half agree on that part, but again, it's James Cameron. I'm going to follow him wherever he chooses to take me. I saw the previews for it. I'm like, oh, well, the first one was Dances with Wolves. Now this one is Waterworld. Kind of. But <laughs> here's the thing that worries me. James Cameron is talking about possibly not directing 4 and 5. I'm like... At no, this, no, no. That was not the agreement I had when you when you gave me this film. At this rate, they're just ripping off Kevin Costner movies. So, like, the third one is going to be The Postman. The fourth one is going to be Robin Hood. And the fifth one will be, like, fucking White Earp or something. I was hoping But Bull in Durham. space. I was That's hoping the sixth one. The sixth one will be Bull Durham. Oh, okay. When they, when they all start playing baseball. But, I, he's, I mean, he, to be fair, Cameron did have an outline for all... All four of these sequels. So I'm so I mean he's I think part of the reason it's taken so long is waiting for technology to catch up for one. Which I mean, to be fair, that's kind of James Cameron's calling card because think of what he could have done with the first Terminator if he'd had the technology that he had during Terminator two. Or even further out or the more or recent one. Further on after. Just imagine. So, I mean... Isn't that kind of the whole thing that movies or Hollywood does? Is like, oh, the technology doesn't exist to do what we want. Let's make it. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Fall again, kiddo. So... So, the- I mean... I'm, I'm Again, I'm tentatively excited because I just... I want to see what this... I want to see what the new one does and where it takes us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for those of you watching at home, short round just kind of flipped down the uh, side of the couch. He slid and made a little noise as he did so. Like, it was great. Ah! It was great. It was hilarious. It was cute. Um, I don't know if it'd be all my. That's all I know about for Comic Con. Like, 
San Diego stuff. Um, have you seen the Clerks 3 trailer? Yes. We talked about that. He's doing a tour with it. Oh, really? Yeah. They're going to be at St. Louis. He hasn't announced what date yet. This is coming soon, so probably at the pageant. But they're also going to do a Fathom event at, at select theaters. Ooh. Which cool. RAMC does Fathom. Yeah, it does. So Clerks 3, we should be able to watch at some point. Well, I'd, why would we not be able to watch Clerks 3? Well, I mean, I would have to wait. Like, I don't know if I'm going to go see it with him touring, just because that's going to be costly. But going right. to a theater to watch it and fathom, that'd be great. But why wouldn't it have been in theaters anyway? He's not really is not releasing it in theaters, just What? Yeah, he's not putting it in theaters like it's Kevin. He doesn't do anything traditional anymore. Well yeah, he's mucking around with NFTs and I'm not hundred percent for that. Although so yeah, Kilroy was here. Speaking of his NFTs, that's one of them. Yeah. But did you see the mask? I don't think that was pretty cool. Like they took the freaking Kilroy graffiti and turned it into this creepy fucking mask. That was pretty dope. I liked it. And I can't remember who it was they had doing it. Was it Kirkman? No. Kirkman. Ah, damn it. I can't remember who they had doing the creature stuff for it. Mm -hmm. Same guy, I think, that made the uh, tusk for the super tusk. Oh, okay, right. Quit shutting the gate. Open the gate. Which gate? The cemetery gates? Pantera reference, guys. Get over it. What did I... Ow. Buddy. I was watching something, and they used Respect Walk, and I can't remember what the hell it was now. I don't know. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Wait, what? Pantera was in fucking Sonic 2? Yes. When Well, now I've got to watch this movie. Yes, Robotnik <laughs> has a giant robot, like a mech. Like he makes this giant fucking kaiju-sized battle mech of himself. Yeah. It looks like it's Eggman straight out of the fucking game. He's got a mustache that he uses to swap things. And Oh, I have to see this now. And it's controlled by Jim Carrey, who's hovering inside of it, doing all the actions. Nice. And so when he starts stomping through the city, it's playing Respect Walk. I was we were watching that and I'm like, this movie's I was almost done. Like we were almost through it when I was like, I'm done with this. This is beyond goofy. But it's not a bad movie. Pancake said he likes it better than the first one. Idris Elba cracks me up. For one, it's Idris Elba voicing Knuckles. Yeah. And then he's got the same he's very Drax-like. Oh, okay. And the way, like, the delivery and mm -hmm. some of the stuff that, like, he just doesn't quite get. The stuff that he just doesn't quite understand that, like, Sonic or Tails will say. Right. Like, they're trying to explain the concept of baseball to him. <laughs> and he, all he understands is war and defeating people and celebrating victory. Like, he doesn't quite understand the, like, why am I mad at the baseball? Why am I mad at this ball? Why am I going to hit the... Like, <laughs> Speaking of Drax, supposedly Drax's daughter is going to pop up in the third Guardians movie. Uh -oh. That's the rumor I heard. Uh-oh. Isn't she supposed to be dead? That's what I thought, too. So I'm curious to see how... Although what Thanos they do does have a habit of, you know, wiping out civilizations and then adopting daughters. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't fucking know. We know for a fact that Adam Warlock's going to be in it, so... Yep. Which apparently he was supposed to have been in the MCU way before now. 
But of course, everything got shuffled around because of, you know, COVID. His cocoon was in the uh, collector's room in the first Guardians movie. What? Mm -hmm. I'll have to go back and rewatch that. Yeah, but that's not the cocoon they used for. In the second one? In the second one, it was different looking. But when you go back to the end and, like, everything's blown up or whatever and Howard's loose, (laughs) the cocoon is open and whatever was in it's gone. But the internet was like, oh, that was Warlock's cocoon. Yeah, maybe not. Could have been any other random space cocoon. It could have been the cocoons from the movie. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Wolford Brimley could have been inside that thing. <laughs> There's a crossover. Yes. <laughs> He's going to fight the giant demon of diabetes. Diabetes. Uh, a quick sneak preview for um, one of our upcoming episodes. We do have a... Um, <laughs> I had I had an interesting idea for um, unnecessary musicals. Basically taking a movie and turning it into a musical for absolutely no fucking reason whatsoever. And this is, this is different than the previous musical thing where we were talking about things we want to see adapted into musicals. Right. This is stuff that really has no business being a musical. Like... I will say right now there's a musical made that has no business being a musical, and that's Back to the Future. I, you know what? I, it, to, I, I listened to it, and it's not a great musical, but I appreciate what they were trying to do with it. They, they had a good theme that they were trying to go with about, like, about how you, you know, um, just because of one thing doesn't determine your future and shit like that. They they had a lot of good themes with it. Right. And I liked it. But it wasn't, you know So unnecessary. But musicals. the mu- but the music in and of itself wasn't wasn't anything to write home about. Uh, other than, you know, them using, you know, Huey Lewis songs. Some of the songs that were already established in the original film, you know. They you know, that was kinda nice. But but it was just, you know, it it was good. It wasn't great. So let's see. Unnecessary musicals. Musicals nobody wants to see. Like I proposed Hellraiser the musical. <laughs> right. That's exactly what I said. Like, why would? Why the fuck would you do that? You know what? I would almost. I, don't get me wrong. I would absolutely watch a Hellraiser the musical because I'd be like, this is so weird. I have to see it. Hellraiser the musical. <laughs> Music by Trent Reznor. Okay, I could get behind that. Can you can you imagine Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross actually making a fucking rock musical? I mean, they've done enough film scores at this point yeah. that you know they did Watchmen, Social Network, um, Gone Girl, other shit that I can't think of off the top of my head. No, I would, I would. That was that's who I would do because I would like Hellraiser the musical needs to be that vein of music from the early mid nineties. Like the Crow soundtrack. Yeah. That's what Hellraiser the musical needs. It doesn't need to be any of this modern sounding emo, whatever. It needs to be the industrial rock of the bondage clubs of the <laughs> 90s. I, I have such delights to show you. You could just see that. That would have to be a song. That, that, that would have to be a song. The other way I was... Such in, delights to show you. The other thing I was envisioning was... How great would it be to have Hellraiser the musical, but the music is Andrew Lloyd Webber? Is who's doing the music for it? <laughs> so, visually, so 
So visually, visually it, it'll look like Clive Barker, but it'll sound like the Phantom of the Opera. Yes. It would sound like super Broadway. It, ha- it would be very much, I can do this all day. That, that cheese. Oh, God. <laughs> I can do this all day. I, I really want the that, Avengers musical. That really level do. of cheesiness. I, I want that so badly. It, it tickled me. It, it, it made me so happy that I got one solid musical number as a, as a tag on at, at the end of Hawkeye. That, made, that just made my fucking day. That was the best Christmas present Disney could have given me. I fucking loved that. Yeah, that I really do want an entire Avengers musical though. Not even necessarily not even necessarily the Avengers the musical like because the whole MCU the musical. Surely they got somebody's got an idea for that already. Ah. Well, yeah. Ah. I know exactly how you do it. You bring in Dazzler. Oh god. From the X-Men. And that's how you get it. You get a yeah. musical version. There you go. There you go. It ended up being more like the Blues Brothers type thing where there's like musical numbers I'll get within on that pit. versus them singing exposition. Right, right. <laughs> well, this, this has this been all day. This has been one clusterfuck. Uh, maybe that should be the title of the episode. Clusterfuck. Hey, don't touch the paper shredder. Holy shit. <laughs> Clusterfuck the Okay, musical. that scream was not him playing with the paper shredder. It was because I moved him away from the paper shredder. <laughs> so nobody thinks that my kid just lost a hand. Okay, I'm going to repeat that because I feel like it was a good idea. Clusterfuck the musical. <laughs> Is that a trauma film? I mean, it can be. That sounds like that would be anything. Vaguely based off of Poltergeist? I don't know. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Clusterfuck the musical. There's, um... I highly recommend this to everybody that within shouting distance, there is a, there's a channel on YouTube. I want to say it's star kid, but I might be wrong about that. I'll have to look it up. But, um, matter of fact, I'll do that right now. I'm talking about it. But anyway, there is a, there is a legitimate musical on YouTube called the man who didn't like musicals. Yes. I think and we've talked it about is that. one of the best things ever. No, not right now. Oh, the man who hated musicals. I'm sorry. Nope. No, it is called the guy who didn't like musicals. And it is the channel is Team Star Kid. They do a lot. They do a lot of original musicals, actually. There's another uh, another one of my favorites on there is they basically do um, they basically do Aladdin, but from the point of Jafar. <laughs> yeah, I think we've talked and about it's that. Very, one it's actually really good. You it makes you really feel for Jafar's character. I feel like I got, I got one thing I want to end. I want to end this episode on, and that's just we have to talk about Eddie Munson. Dude, did you see him playing with them at fucking Lollapalooza? Yes, that was epic as shit. I am. There is, I you know, normally it's like, oh, it's a celebrity. Who cares? This dude was random Stark soldier number thirty-five in a fucking Game of Thrones episode, and, and now, then he is Eddie Munson. So he's now like full-blown celebrity. Yeah. And I'm just so happy for him to like you see the glee when he's meeting Metallica and he's playing with them and he's just like, <clears throat> "Yes." And I tell you, I not just him, but I tell you uh, the other breakout star was um the guy that played Vecna, Jamie Jamie Campbell. I've seen him in a few things before though. But but this kind of was a big breakout thing for him though. And like the other night they had him on um 
Fallon? Yeah, they had him on Fallon doing the Vecna voice for random shit. He was reading Lizzo lyrics. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. They had Joseph Quinn before that. And they had him deliver the Eddie Munson monologue in different accents. Oh, wow. Because apparently he does accents. Like, he says they're bad. Which, he does like Scottish, Welsh. Yeah. New York. Uh, he he's doing like he's doing that Eddie Munson like bits and pieces of that in different accents. It was pretty That's funny. Awesome. But he uh, he brought a he brought a Hellfire Club shirt to Fallon because they said they were a member short, so he's now an official member of the Hellfire Club. Yes. He also got stuck in customs and immigration on his way in for the Tonight Show. Oh really? And the border whatever it was at the airport, customs people were giving him a hard time like holding him like he was at, not in a cell but in a room. Yeah. And they were like, why are you coming to America? Blah, blah, blah. He said, I'm going to go on the Tonight Show. Like, yeah, who are you? What have we seen you in? And they, this was one guy who was like, who, who, I don't know who you are. What is this? And the other guy goes, dude, leave Eddie alone. <laughs> and then so then the other guy went, wait, you're, you're Eddie Munson? Holy crap. Well, um, yeah, because without the wig, you'd. And he's like, you're, you're Eddie Munson? You come back next season. And then, and he's like, I don't know. He's like, well, you better. Okay, go anyway. <laughs> I, he really, he, I mean, he really has no idea because they have, they just started writing the new season. I don't. The dude's awesome. Don't bring Eddie back. If you want to bring Eddie back, you can do some flashbacks. That's fine with me. Show me some flashbacks of when he adopted Dustin and Mike and Lucas. <laughs> like show me the meeting of those guys yeah. and how they, because his arc is so complete. Yeah, I there's there's really no a lot of people are speculating that they'll bring him back as like a vampire or something because of all the bats and I'm like you don't need to do that. No. Don't don't do that. Hey hey guys, duffers, don't. Just no. if, if you're going to just leave Eddie alone, okay? You you do now, this every season. You make a character we fall in love with like Bob and you kill him. Just I, leave him. I I tell you what they could do though and I'd be okay with it. Like you said, give me a spin-off. And have him meet starting the Hellfire Club. Yeah. Because maybe you, we'll see, like, maybe he was bullied by pre-enlightened Steve. Possibly. Possibly. And then the fact that when then you rewatch the last season, the most recent season of Stranger Things, you're like, you're now look at them being friends. Like, oh. Yeah, I know. It adds a little. It, but that would also be crappy because then Steve wouldn't, like, remember it because he yeah. was a bit of an ass and he's probably not remembered the people he was really shitty to. Yeah. My favorite, I see some memes about this, and it was, uh, who was it? it? Was the fucking jock from this season. Oh, that asshole? Yeah. yeah. It showed him, like, you know, he knocks on the door, and Max answers it. But it was like, if Billy would have been the one to answer that door. He wouldn't have fucking, yeah. The entire, that entire arc of this dude going around putting guns in people's faces would not have happened, because Billy would have owned that fucker. Oh, yeah. Billy would have, <laughs> Billy would not have stood for that shit. He would have made that jock his bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that and again that's another per, uh, that's another person I miss is I, I Billy had a good arc in season three because you know he went from being Max's Max's asshole brother to you kind of feel bad for him he kind of yeah he tried to redeem himself in the end yeah I did not see they brought him back as part of the Vecna visions and nightmares and stuff they could do that with Eddie yeah and I would be accept I would be amenable to that but no, he does not. We don't need to bring Eddie back as a villain or 
uh, a hero to come in at the zero hour. No, we don't need no, that. No, Just no. leave Eddie alone. Um, so yeah, there was that. The thing with Metallica was awesome. Him on Fallon. And then you saw the video of him at a Comic-Con. Oh, him crying? Yeah. Did you? Did I, Did we talk about why he was crying? Oh, yeah, because uh, security had told him, you know... Hurry up. Yeah, hurry the fuck up because we... You can't you can't actually talk to all these plebes. You you have to keep the line moving because we overbooked everything. That was their fault. Which was not his fault. Nope. I think and give him a few more years. If somebody would pull that shit on him, he'll be like, Yeah, fuck you, I'll do what I want. But I'm <laughs> but you know, he's this is his first you know, this is his first big breakout role and like, you know, he wants to give these fans mm-hmm. their you know, he wants he wants nothing more than just to make these people happy. He's not above it. And that's that's good. I don't we don't kill that. You you want to keep celebrities who have that they're not above it mentality like Doug Jones. Yeah. People who are going to give you the time that you're you want. Yeah. That's that's all that's all you're wanting. You just want some other time when you're at those conventions. Just just yeah. a little bit, just a shred, just a few minutes of just being able to tell them how much this performance means or what right. their entire career means to you. Like whatever it is, but Exactly. And anyone working like event security or people organizing these conventions who are going to get shitty. You're in the business of providing people those moments. So get your head out of your fucking ass and let the celebrities give those people the moment. Yeah, because without <laughs> without that, you have no convention. What's the point of going to a convention if you're just going to, you know, line up for an autograph, shake their hand and just move on like a hurt like cattle. Even that you don't even get to like you don't get to say hi. It's like. You you tell them my name is boop, boop, write it on a post it put it on the put it on the picture and then they slide it down they look at the post it and they write their name they don't even look up they just hand you the picture like that's not what I paid X amount of money for I want eye contact motherfucker <laughs> yeah I I yeah if I'm if I'm paying for an if I'm paying for some sort of experience with you know said actor or actress whoever I want to actually. I mean, I don't want to take up their entire day, but just be no. like, look, I I really appreciate the art that you've given me, and I I sincerely love you. Yeah, no, and I'm not saying, I'm like, a, like you don't want to take away time that somebody else is going to want the exact same same thing. Yeah. You got to be considerate of the other people in line behind you. But man, all I want is like two, three minutes. Yeah. I don't even want a full five. Just give me it, just a few. And that's, you know, and anyone I've ever met or talked to at one of these conventions, that's about what I get. Somewhere mm-hmm. between three to five minutes. Yeah. Because you're waiting on them to sign one thing for like two to three people ahead of you. You can still interact with them while you're doing that. You can yeah. join in on whatever conversation is happening. Right. And then continue it when it's your turn. And then just keep the line moving. But, hmm. Yeah, I don't like to see that. I, mean, I think Joseph Quinn, hopefully he'll continue doing cons. Oh, I think he will. I th- I don't think he's going to let that experience stop him from being the wonderful person that he is. I don't think he's going to I don't I don't see that happening. Now he I I watched this Fallon thing where he did the dialogue as different accents and he was just talking about how much he liked loved working with that group of kids like with Joe Keery and mm-hmm. Maya Hawk and Dustin. <laughs> And he's like, and Dustin, like, how, how awesome is Dustin? It's like, everybody loves uh, Gaten. Like, everyone loves him. Gaten is just the goddamn best. He is the, 
He is my favorite part of that show, honestly. And, and Fallon's like, he, yeah, he's been here, and he is. He's amazing. He's just so wonderful. And uh, it's funny because when he was on there, uh, Fallon was like, you know, we've had Joe and Gaten on here, and they've both told me you can't wait till Quinn gets here. He, you're gonna love Quinn. Whenever Quinn gets here, man, it's gonna be amazing. Awesome. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. so you can see Joseph kind of like. Smile and go, aw, they said that about me? <laughs> aw. Yeah. I've, See, that's that's the shit I that's the shit that gives me life right there. That like you see all the horrible things in the news and everything, and you're just like, God, humanity's just a fucking waste. But then you get little things like that and you're like, ah, oh, that makes it so that makes it worth it. That shit like that makes it worth it. Like, oh maybe humanity really is okay. You know, just just for a second. Just for a tiny bit. Just for a little bit. All right. Um, we're about to have the computer destroyed, I think. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, he, face he, plant. He's good. He kamikazed onto the couch. We're good. He, he did that to escape me. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's just, we're talking about the Eddie Munson. And I've seen a really cool t-shirt online. It's the Metallica font that says Munson. Yeah. With the lightning bolt. Bitchin'. I approve. And... The Metallica has recently just, like I just saw it today, partnered with Stranger Things, and they've put out a new line of Hellfire Club shirts. Ooh. And it's Hellfire Club, and instead of, like, whatever, the, the dice and shit, it's, it's drumsticks and guitars. Yeah. So it's a Metallica version of the Hellfire Club. Nice. I still want the original Hell, Hellfire Club shirt, though. Yeah, that was it. I enjoyed seeing, like, did you see the performance at Lollapalooza? I haven't watched all of it, but I heard about it. They played... That scene while they're yeah, going while they puppets. Wa- yeah, exactly. I like the fact that he got to go, he got to pl- practice and play backstage with him, play Master of Puppets, and then Lars goes, "We're now a five piece, everybody." <laughs> He's like, "You're hired, kid." We yeah. have we have an official fifth member of yeah, Metallica. Fifth member of Metallica. It's <laughs> fucking excellent. And again, it's just you're like, I'm so happy for him. Like that is awesome. Nothing like that's gonna fucking happen to me. Like. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stumble my way into a Guns N' Roses concert, <laughs> get backstage, and go duff like, "Hey, when Axel's voice cracks and you can't, you you take his place." <laughs> piss myself. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> you would piss yourself. <laughs> I would. I absolutely would. That'd be like if Christina Ricci just fucking threw it at you like a shortstop. You'd be like, "What?" I'd, I'd like. <laughs> You wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know how to act. You'd be like, "What? This is I'm being pranked, right?" This yeah. Is, where's I'm, Ashton Kutcher? Where's Ashton Kutcher? I'm being punked. There's no way this is real. It's not possible. I saw an article earlier uh, when Christina Ricci was nine. The headline was stupid. The headline made you think that oh, something inappropriate happened. It was Johnny Depp had to explain homosexuality to Christina Ricci when she was nine years old. Oh, because she just didn't know what the fuck she it didn't was. know what it was. Somebody on set of Mermaids was saying, oh, they don't like so-and-so, they're a homophobe. And she's nine. She's like, what the hell does that mean? What does that mean? She's yeah. in the trailer with Winona. And Winona Ryder's like, well, it's, um, uh, picks up the phone. Johnny, you tell her. <laughs> <laughs> so Johnny, in very... What the hell, Joyce? <laughs> and, and that's what she said. She said... Passing the buck. <laughs> she said um, that he did it in the most, the simplest manner. It was just like, Homosexuality is when a man wants to have sex with another man, and a woman wants to have sex with another woman. And Christina went, "Oh, okay." 
That was it. That was a discussion. Uh, kids aren't stupid. No. I mean, he 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 did he, 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 the simplest possible terms, and nothing like no details. Nothing yeah. like you would say. Oh, that was inappropriate. But yeah, yeah you don't just, have to talk about Cochran's and shit. It was just funny that Winona Ryder was like, ah, uh, uh, here, Johnny, you do it. <laughs> All right. We well, were going to call was, it. Was that it? That was, that was it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll wrap it here. And uh, until next time, hey, Hollywood. Please hire us. Pay our Serious, bills. Pay our bills. Bail, bail us out. Bail us out. Warner Brothers, I want money. Just a little bit.